Welcome to the Bumblecast. I'm your host, Ian Flynn, the Bumble King, and joining me as always is my Bumble co-host, Kyle JCRB Krause. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Bumblecast. This is a show where things happen, I think. Do things happen on this show? Well, people ask the questions and we do our darndest to answer them. Sometimes. So that's a that's a degree of exchange. That's something happening, I suppose. Something. Okay, well, as long as it's something, then that's fine. It's so. certainly not nothing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We are recording this uh, especially early, a little bit earlier than usual. So uh, if, if something happens, like... Over if something happened over the weekend, uh, we don't know about it yet. <laughs> if, that if, seems if thing, oddly prophetic. If things went down, I don't know what's going on. You'll just have to wait for us for a week, and we'll be. Well, we were never topical we, to begin with. Exactly, exactly. The only time we were ever topical was when we were talking about the Sonic movie. <laughs> That's like the only time. <laughs> Given how how much time it's taken us to get through these various cues of cues. Yes. But enough talking about not doing it. Let's just do it. Yep. Let's do it. Except today is a priority Q and a, so we have questions from people on patreon.com backslash bumblecast and Kofi.com backslash bumblecast. Yes. And also me. Oh, so gotta, right. Cause you're doing this. Yeah. We gotta, challenge me every day. We got to start off this question. We're going to, we're going to be, Make this uh, make this real awkward for you, as usual. Yeah, please, <laughs> please. I don't have enough excitement in my life. <laughs> ask it, ask it, Just do it. Here's Hold my here's my question of the week. With Paramount announcing a Knuckles spinoff TV series, let's imagine you're the main creative force behind it. How would you envision the series? How do you think they could avoid some of the pitfalls of the characters' previous solo outings? Would you be concerned with running afoul of certain legal landmines, and how would you potentially work around them? Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Oh darn! <laughs> I was hoping it was. I was hoping it was going to be like, oh no, I can't talk about this. I was. I was hoping maybe you couldn't talk about it because maybe well, no, you're. That, maybe you're involved. No, let's let's get that out of the way okay. first and foremost. I have no connection to the Knuckles series. I didn't know it was coming. I didn't know it was a thing until everybody else did. And I was like, huh? yeah, okay, cool. Um, I am curious about the live action aspect of it. Cause that mm -hmm. seems like they've taken the most expensive and complicated route possible. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, if it was animated, all you have to do is a CG budget, uh, TV budget CG show, which isn't going to look great, but that's a lot easier to produce than something that needs actors and wardrobe and shooting on location and permits and schedules and incorporating a CG element that people are going to directly compare to the movies. It's hmm, they've, they've chosen a difficult path. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that we're going to get an extended human cast and that will take 90% of the episodes and Knuckles will be kind of a guest star in his own show to keep things easy. I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe they're going to pump some money into this, but I mean, obviously are. They've got Idris freaking Elba coming back. <laughs> I was going to say that. Yeah, they, they spent some money on Idris. They, they're going <sighs> to use him. Dang it. <laughs> and like, that's all super freaking cool. It's just, I don't, 
I can't fathom the logistics, but I don't really know a ton about TV and I'm not part of Hollywood. So what do I know? Uh, as for what you would do, see, I don't know because we don't know what Knuckles is in terms of the movie canon. You know, is there a connection to Angel Island? Is there a Master Emerald connection? How does the movie end? Does he go back to the animal world? Does Is there even an animal world to go back to? Are there other echidnas, you know, in this scenario? Because they were attacking baby Sonic. Are there still echidnas out there? Because that changes the dynamic, too. I don't know. There, what are the rules of movie knuckle? And we're not going to know until the movie comes out. Right. So, yeah. It's that that will define things a lot. But I would imagine that just the safest pitch I could make is a kind of Indiana Jones Tomb Raider esque romp where he's out looking for treasures and there is an evil group of treasure hunters and they're not allowed to get the treasure because they're evil. That's right. (laughs) uh, You've got your two plucky human companions the one who is kind of a goofball and he wants to be the guy but he can't really be the guy because he's a goofball the kind of serious down to earth who the exposition and scene setting and of course there's got to be some kind of romantic tension between the two because that's the most brain dead option and appeals to the broadest audience and knuckles is also there to occasionally punch things and if you want to do like a deep cut the artifact they're looking for is the ancient hourglass of King Boom Boo. So like the last episode is your CG fest of Knuckles punching ghosts back to death. I guess. <laughs> punching ghosts back to death. I like it. It's uh, um, a good one. As for avoiding legal landmines, I don't, th- I honestly don't think it would be that hard, especially if movie Knuckles is kind of making up his own rules. Yeah. Because you can just do what you want. You don't focus on knuckles, obviously. Yes. Which would be the first step to making it easier. Yeah. <laughs> don't focus on his lineage. Don't focus on his society. Don't focus on ancient blood feuds. Just have knuckles be cool. He beats up bad guys and he looks for treasure. Yeah. I mean, that's... that right there is I'd watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, we're biased, but yeah, I'd watch it too. <laughs> oh, I'm super biased because I mean, even if it wasn't Idris Elba attached to it, I'd know, still Knuckle show. I'd still watch you got it. Me. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Like, even if they decide to go super budget and now he's just showing up in cosplay to be Knuckles, I'll watch it. <laughs> Not Idris, even in uh, Idris Elba sense. Knuckles cosplay. <laughs> Dude, him punching folks be awesome. being a badass? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean... I'll, I'll pay for Paramount that, Plus just to watch that. That's the thing is, he's... Yeah, I mean, I'm freaking... Fr- I'd watch, like... <laughs> I'd watch Idris Elba just, just doing nothing. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you just have that much natural charisma, it doesn't really matter what you do. Yeah, yeah, he's... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, ultimately, I feel like what would I do? I'd be spoiled for choice. Yeah. Because there's a lot of unknowns, which makes it hard to say. And if the movie version is you know, just focusing on Knuckles being a cool brawler loner type, then the world's your oyster. You can go any direction with that. Yeah. And it'll be good. Yep. 
I would I would like to see that. I I was thinking maybe like the main antagonist of the series or like main at least Knuckles' main rival could be Rouge. That could work. Maybe how would she translate to CG though? Like semi-realistic. <clears throat> Probably uh awkwardly. <laughs> yeah, so but, but see, he doesn't really hey. have a ton of, you know, support cast. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And each I- and each CG character you add, you that's more complications, that's more animation. So I'm wondering if they'll just kind of keep it two knuckles. Maybe. Just to keep it simple. I don't know. I really don't know what they're going to. And there's also the other side of the coin where this is just like a bit of studio fluff to mm-hmm. try to drive up hype. And then it quietly gets canceled over the next few years. Like, Maybe we'll remember see. that Obi Wan movie, that Obi Wan Kenobi movie. We were going to get the Yoda movie, the Boba Fett movie, and then Han Solo came out and it tanked. And like, oh no, we we we're going to make those TV series. Yeah, sure. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, there's apparently an Obi Wan series coming. Yeah, but... we'll see how that goes. But I don't know if if this does come to fruition, it'll be interesting. But I'm. It's such an odd thing. I'm kind of in the position of I'll wait and see if it actually does. Yeah. I'm very happy to have my pessimism shot down. (laughs) Please prove me wrong. I want to be very wrong, but I'm just kind of like, we'll see. We'll see. Studios say a lot of things. I think it would be pretty cool if they uh, brought relic out of the mothballs too, you know, man, but man, it would be like, I don't know. That would be wild. I I can't see that happening. I can't but. either, but hey, you know, stranger things have happened. I, I never thought there would be like a freaking Knuckles spinoff TV series. I especially never thought it would be announced before the movie, before the movie with him actually came out. That's, yeah. that's, that's very, very uh, presumptuous there. Oh, man. Bring that's in, that's bring what makes in. me go, mm, maybe just studio fluff, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Bring in shade too. Why not? <laughs> Who's going to, who, who, who loses in that battle? <laughs> all right. All right. All right. That's enough for my, uh, uh, my ego stroking, I guess. Is, is that what these, my questions are? I don't know what they are. They're just questions. So let's get into some more questions. It's priority Q and A. This is Ann Tails starting us off. While Sonic and Shadow were duking it out in IDW Sonic number 6, the Blue Hedgehog evoked the events of Sonic Adventure 2 when trying to convince his ebony counterpart to spare Mr. Tinker for the crimes of his alter ego. This raises the question, though. Assuming the two worlds theory is false, and assuming humans don't exist on Sonic's world, which we didn't see during the Eggman Takeover and Forces and the Metal Virus pandemic, where does that leave Gerald Robotnik, Maria, and Gunn and if they are no longer canon, what's driving Shadow's current motivations and behaviors? I've said it before and I've said it again. Just because you don't see something in a game or an arc doesn't mean it suddenly doesn't exist. We didn't see Angel Island in Sonic Forces. Does that mean Angel Island doesn't exist anymore? Yeah. We didn't see the Babylon Rogues in Sonic Forces. Does that mean they don't exist anymore? I can't see you, uh, so you don't exist. Yeah, like elements of this of the lord don't adhere to object permanence you know it's 
and Sonic Forces like glosses over six months of warfare. That's a lot of story that is not told. You could say Gun got shot down in that six months. Like he took out all of Gun. Maybe I don't know. We <laughs> Forces story is not the strongest hook to hold to hang things on. You know. So same thing with the metal virus is, you know, we didn't go to any human areas during that arc. We didn't go to South Island. Does that mean South Island doesn't exist yeah, anymore? Probably. No, no. Oh, it's goofy. Oh, does goofy exist? <laughs> Gorsh. Well, Jim control contain of the ultimate power. <laughs> That's not, that is not goofy's laugh. That was horrible. Like, yeah. <laughs> Gorsh, where's that fourth kale assembled? So, the <laughs> point is, you know, SA2 did happen going by the books, and Shadow's motivation now is whatever Sega wants it to be at present, which is nebulous. <laughs> Threadbare. <laughs> Paper thin. But whatever. Here's a question from Dove. Hey guys, thinking to discuss the pros and cons of magic versus science in relation to a comics world, which do you prefer? Which is easier or harder to work with in your opinion? And for Kyle, which do you prefer as a reader? It really depends on the story you're telling. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it too. Like if you're telling a sci-fi story, obviously you want a more science-oriented narrative. And in that case, do you want to have hard sci-fi or light sci-fi? Do you want to do a bit of science fantasy and mix it up a bit? Mm-hmm. Give lightsabers to your orcs, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go fantasy? Just straight up fantasy where it's you know, potentially more free to do whatever you want and kind of go by rule of cool. It's more a matter of what are the rules of your universe, if you're going hard sci-fi, then you need to do your research. You need to do the math. You need to understand the actual principles that you are working around and where you can bend and investigate those. If you're going light sci-fi, then it's basically chrome-plated fantasy, really, when you get down to it. Essentially, it's yeah. Whatever you want. You know, throw in some techno babble and just kind of smile and nod. Get on the hover bike, shoot the lasers. So... It's what what is it going to do for your story? How does that affect your world and characters? Uh, does it what limitations does it apply and what does it open you up to? So it, and just what it kind of it, 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 it kind of affects the flavor of the story, too, because if you do something that's more sci fi or science oriented, people are going to generally expect something slightly more grounded slightly i mean there's there's a lot of wiggle room oh yeah yeah you're going to look at star wars and star trek a little differently than you're going to look at lord of the rings just by default yeah so i kind of like a middle ground i like my science fantasy my you know star wars where sure you've got spaceships and space aliens but you also have magic force powers and light swords that know when to stop because the force Yes, mm-hmm. that's my answer to everything. It's an easy answer. <laughs> so like, I, I like that kind of freedom to say, okay, yeah, hyperspace. You go into a tunnel of alternate dimension and you pop out in another place. Why? Because that's what the space doohickey do. And if you want to get into the 
nitty gritty. There's a book out there to read. I don't want to. All I know is Han flips the switch and he and his talking carpet sample go whoosh and I'm good. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm kind of with you there. I just, I don't really mind either way, to be honest. Um, there's a lot of, look, uh, what would otherwise maybe be more fantasy oriented uh, media out there that has some science stuff science or at least science adjacent stuff in it like you know uh inventors and alchemists and stuff like that for doing more technology based stuff but also incorporating magic into it it's not like it's a it's not like a hard divide i feel like this is kind of like a the the debate is often like an either or sort of thing and i feel like you don't really have to be limited to that necessarily yeah so it again it's it's a matter of the property like with sonic it leans more sci-fi, but it does have some fantasy elements. Right. But Mega Man is sci-fi. Yes. If I were to in, if I were to get back on the book and introduce, you know, the evil wizard, that would feel very weird and wrong. Yeah. I'm, there's some fantasy elements to Mega Man, but they're very they're used very sparingly, especially and they're run to, through the sci-fi filter. Right. Yeah. Like even Burkana in X even though she's like a witch, it's within the realm of the digital space. Right. So she's working with code and such. It's not like actual magic magic. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, in, in some ways it kind of is because it's not really explained how it works or anything. So, you know, sure, it's sure, not but like it's not hard sci-fi. No, 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 no. It's it absolutely it's very not. not. But it's still presented as a construct of a mechanical character in a digital space. It is not right from the mana. It is not from the ether. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like you got games like final fantasy seven, which lean pretty hard on technology, but there's also a considerable amount of magic in the world. And magic is yeah. a force that is used, uh, frequently, constantly. Every character seems to be able to know how to use magic. There's, different there's different levels of it and i like that so yeah. i kind of like i kind of like a good mix uh i'm more of a t like a techie kind of guy obviously i like my mega mans but look there's there's certainly plenty of room for both to exist i and i'm here for it i like them both let's get this question from pedanta cat Ian, I just had the realization that in a way, nicole is basically a net navi more or less especially in the post genesis wave universe this leads me to wonder this. Could Nicole use battle chips? And how would Sally and Nicole react to doing cross-fusion? The concept introduced in Season 2 of the network series in which a NetNavi and their user could actually fuse together. I don't know. I think you just pitched the Sally and Nicole game. Uh, okay, I'll play it. <laughs> Sally's invading egg bases, uploads Nicole into the system. You do your battle chip fighty things with Nicole. And then I... I don't quite know how the cross fusion is going to work in terms of lore, but whatever. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Sally Cole takes on a whole new meaning. Whoa. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Wow. Hmm. But yeah, I don't know. It. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a solid enough. Sounds, idea like, to me. sounds like a good idea to me. I mean, yeah, she's fan game makers out there. There's your prompt. Go nuts. Yeah. Yeah. She's a good, she would work as kind of a net navy style sort of thing. I, I, approve. I like that. I approve. Here's one from Sonic, Sonic, Sonic. 
Do they really work off a hive mind like shown in the Shadowfall arc? Shadow is a black arms slash hedgehog hybrid, right? But not just a pure hedgehog with black arms blood transfused in him, right? So what percentage of his DNA is black arms and what percentage is hedgehog? Oh, and does the bio lizard have any black arms blood in him? Uh, Gonna chalk this up collectively to I don't know for sure. Like, I'm assuming the black arms worked on a hive mind, and that's mostly built off of the fact that they don't seem to have much of a personality. And there's one cutscene where it appears that Black Doom is kind of pushing his will onto Shadow. And I'm going off of that connection to say that it's a hive mind thing. I could be wrong. It's moot because they're all dead. But uh, as for what the heck Shadow is made of, it could be anything. It could be that he is a chimera of sorts it could be that he was a hedgehog that got amped up i don't know it's not really super clearly stated um given that black doom can use chaos control i'm assuming that's a black arms thing so maybe the bio lizard having it is a gerald addition but then again the bio lizard was gerald's dead end in the research and shadow was the perfection but did that come from the Black Doom element or not? Why did he go back and tinker with Bio-Lizard in that case? How does Sonic use Chaos Control since he clearly doesn't have any Black Doom DNA at all? Ah, it's a mess. I don't know. Maybe he's made of simple curiosity. <laughs> Gotta be careful with that stuff. He tried to take a bite of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just, I guess that's showing you what he's made of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's made up of a, mil- of a million faces. I, I don't, I don't recognize any of them. <laughs> Here's a question from Off, and this question has mild issue number forty-seven spoilers. So if you're not down with that, then skip ahead. Given that Bad Nicks can apparently be tamed, quote unquote. And Tails even comments that he'd like to find out more about that. Does this mean going forward, the crew will think twice about smashing their way through hordes of quote-unquote mindless badniks that could potentially be saved? I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where Evan takes that. Yeah, that's a that's a moral quandary. All of a sudden, the main the main enemy of Sonic games and the Sonic universe in general is like, oh, uh... They're actually, like, not just robots that are mindless? Hmm, interesting. I mean, I think it's kind of down to a matter of reprogramming, Mm -hmm. and that becomes a question of if it's even the original Badnik at that point. Right. I don't know. We'll see where that goes. (laughs) Turns out Sonic was the evil one all along. (laughs) (laughs) This question from Jams. I really want to see what all of that Knuckles slash Rouge slash Babylon Rogue treasure hunting entails in IDW and the games. Yeah, I mean, with Rouge and the Babylon Rogues, they kind of, you know, they go around, they steal slash search for things. That's that's an easy enough adventure to figure out and follow. What does Knuckles do? Is he <laughs> just going out his backyard and says, I found a thing, and then reburies it? Found it again. <laughs> Well, how big, I mean, I know it's how, supposed to be a big island, but come on. I was going to say, how big is Angel Island? Like, is it as big as it is in Sonic Adventure 1, where it's literally nothing except the 
pedestal that they can't well, I think the implication is that you're only on the edge of the island, but still. Oh. Where's the rest of it? It's on the other side of the mountains. Oh. Man, the game is so weird. Scale is like oh, the scale is so off. It, I don't know. It, it's yeah, yeah. It's it's all wrong. I'm I'm uh, being told that it's the big cliff in front of the train station. I thought Lost Ruins was there. What? Angel Island is the big cliff in front of the train station. What? No, 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 no. It's because there's the mountainside, and yeah. then when Angel Island hits, the rock face falls away, and you go through the tunnel to get to what is Angel Island. Okay. I guess that makes like, sense because Ice Cap is there. Yeah, like the the Mystic Ruin jungle and the old Knuckles tribe uh, settlement ruins are not part of Angel Island. Okay. You have to cross the bridge to get to that. They were all one one large landmass, and then when Tacom made the prayer and sealed everything away, that ripped everything out of the ground. Oh. I thought Angel... I really seriously thought Angel Island was just where the Master Emerald Pedestal is. It's, no, 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 it's, no. That no, doesn't... part of it. That is... Hmm. That is so weird. Like, it, it just doesn't... I don't know. It just... <laughs> It's very strange. Uh, Sonic Adventure. uh, You don't make any sense, which is nothing new, really, actually. Sonic hasn't made any sense in decades. Anyway, here's a question that makes sense. From Pendulce. Hello, guys. Just out of curiosity, how would a fight between Dr. Starline and Perry the Platypus go? Given how many jokes people make about that, I should probably watch the show just so I can get the reference <laughs> and riff on it. I, I don't know. Cause it's, it's a segment of Phineas and Ferb, right? It's uh, not its own thing. Uh, maybe uh, <laughs> you don't know either. I don't, I don't know. I've literally never watched Phineas and Ferb. Sorry. Uh, sorry, Ben Dolce. I, yeah. I know nothing. Yep. Yep. I know nothing. Sorry. Sorry. This is the second time. This is the second time we've done this. We've never seen a thing, and you're asking about it. I don't know. I don't know. Apparently, it is its own thing within the show. So Okay, so it's like a pinky in the brain within the Animaniacs type of thing. I guess. I guess. But, yeah, nope. Don't know. Sorry. Here's Solaris Stain with a question. Let's say Kyle and Ian get transported to Sonic's world in a classic Isaki fashion. What powers would you have? There are no limits to the power type, but you only get one. You think the two of you would get along well with the Mobians? Would that make Ian some sort of lesser god since he helped create Mobius in Sega's image? This is not the first time this scenario has kind of cropped up, but it's we weren't. Uh, I don't think powers were on the table. Yeah, we and... it's like how long would we survive or whatever <laughs> was the last time. Well, here's the thing: like in some isekais, you get transported into the essence of somebody else yeah like that one story where the manga reader becomes yamcha so he knows how to manipulate the narrative uh just us and as far as we know humans don't have powers in sonic's world so it would just be us and i guess i would be that creepy new guy who knows a little too much about these people even though we've never met and uh that's not the best footing to start on <laughs> on a whole new planet. I guess we could say we got into, shoved into some random NPCs or whatever. 
Maybe. I mean, I I don't have the. I, I don't want to be a speed type. That sounds like too much work. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll take after Big the Cat. He counts as power type, but you know, you can also just kind of sit around and just be. I'm being told I would get into a fight with Shadow. Uh, I mean, I. I uh, would you? I don't know. I don't think I would. <laughs> I, I'm like. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a fan of confrontation like that, physical confrontation at least. <laughs> yeah, sure, that's exactly <laughs> and, how it goes. And, we get and, beamed to Sonic's world, and Kyle's like, "Oh wow, we're here! I'm gonna go punch Shadow in the face, Kyle. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Kyle, come back!" And Sh- and Shadow Shadow's old. I'm not gonna fight a guy that old. He's like he's like freaking. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling I'm... you out. Who the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when this comes from. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Don know. I'm a confused. Man throwing hands. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Just get transported into a random Pato NPC and a random Armadillo NPC. I guess. There we go. That'll be something. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Here's a question from Godzilla. We know Knuckles' favorite food is grapes, but the real question is, does Knuckles use the grapes to make wine? Is that what he really does on Angel Island all the time? Watching the Master Emerald and tending to his vineyards? Instead of stomping the grapes for the juice, does he punch them? I bet he named his winery Chateau Master Emerald. I don't know if he would have the patience to run a vineyard. Maybe that's his uh, secret hobby. Never know. I mean, maybe. He does, like, he's got to wind down and relax somehow. Wind down? Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe he doesn't drink it. He just likes to make it. <laughs> it just be the thing he does, you know? Cask upon cask is hidden somewhere yeah. in the hidden palace zone. Yep. What do you think's in the zoot shoot? That sounds like something named when you're day drunk on Chateau Master Emerald. <laughs> I mean, yes. I'm going to get around with, with Mazucha. Yeah. <laughs> to call him another bottle. <laughs> I'm going to use some distilled chaos in this one. Yes. Here I come. This is it. <laughs> up the rest of them. <laughs> the rest of them. <laughs> this one tastes like leather. <laughs> Zoot Shoot is a real place, by the way. <laughs> oh, really? Yes, the name. Oh. The, the, the name is a real place. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's why he doesn't want anyone on his island. That's why Knuckles doesn't want anyone on his island. I don't want him to. They don't want. He doesn't want them to steal his wine. He like he doesn't care about the Master Emerald. He just cares about his wine. That's the secret. The Master Emerald is actually a gigantic bottle stopper every the island itself is one gigantic tumbler <laughs> there we go perfect well we've explained it all now that's what the uh that's what the knuckles tv series is going to be about <laughs> we have the we have our plot <laughs> and before we take a break we got a question here from noni does Starline enjoy eating copious amounts of crawfish and shrimp like real platypuses? Yeah, sure, it pairs very well, Chateau Master Emerald. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. 
maybe uh, Starline doesn't realize where Chateau Master Emerald comes from, but uh, he knows that it's, uh, you know, it's only the finest wine for him. <laughs> well, why do you think they escaped there to get away from the Deadly Six? If the world was going to end, he was at least going to be sauced before it happened. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Very good. Very good. Maybe he will spare Knuckles once he finds out. We'll find out. In the meantime, go 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 check out this ad. Unless you block ads or you're on YouTube Premium or you're listening to the podcast version. In which case, don't listen to this ad. But uh, listen to this little jingle tune and then we'll come back with more questions on the Bumblecast. <laughs> We're back, and we have come to you with more questions, starting off with Scurvy Pirate Hog. You said you didn't think they would do the Death Egg Robot or any mech in the Sonic movie universe, so, spoiler alert, now that a new trailer is revealed, the Death Egg Robot in all its glory, how does it feel? Me? I'm friggin' hyped! This is one of the many instances where I'm very glad to be wrong. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I, I'm super I'm gl- glad I'm gl- to be wrong because I'm glad you're wrong did, too. <laughs> not only did they go there, they went there hard. Like, wow. So okay. I'm I'm ready for more surprises, please and thank you. Yes. It's it's kind of like it looks like based on the design, it's like a like a combination of the classic Death Egg robot from Sonic 2 and the big old boy from Sonic 3 and Knuckles from Death Egg Zone in that. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, re- I'm ready to see some crushy fingers. Yeah, there's... <laughs> I mean, it's the Death Egg robot, but with the scale of the mass-produced ones and forces. Yes. You know? So... Yep. Bring it on. Looking forward to it. <laughs> yes, it is called a big old boy. Because he's... It, it's he's, he's the Death Egg robot. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. There's a question from Wolfsbane. A lot of people like Whisper, myself included. However, a friend of mine isn't a fan of her due to her shy slash quiet nature. So I'm actually curious. Will we see a more outgoing side of Whisper in the near future? Something that shows she can come out of the proverbial shell a bit and be more adventurous, so to speak? Uh, we saw how she used to be in some of the flashback segments during Tangle and Whisper, but that's who she is now. And that's kind of the point. She was never, like, super-duper excited or or anything, right? No, she used to be kind of, you know, giggly and bubbly and outgoing. Yeah, I guess that's true. uh, Now, not so much. And if you want the, you know, adventurous, outgoing type, you have the rest of the cast to choose from. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I mean, personally, I, I quite like Whisper. She's a... She is very unique amongst the cast, and uh, I don't know. She's just a just an awesome character. I I don't like to see her put through the ringer so much, but you know you've you've done enough to her. Leave her alone. She's been through enough. <laughs> well, but you well, know, it's part, I, I it's think, part of it's part I of think the we've, it's part of the drama. You know, it's fine. I I think we've done enough. It's not like there's a serial killer with a vendetta out and free in the world now. No specific. M.O. of going after her. That would just be cruel. Yeah, of course not. <clears throat> that never happened. Uh, 
Whisper is shy. I mean, not with her freaking sniper rifle. <laughs> She'll shoot. She will shoot. Here's a question from Hero of Light 13. Since as of the time I'm asking this, there's been little to no new information given about Sonic Origins. There's still a lot of room to speculate about the content. So aside from the main classic titles, what other classic titles are you guys hoping to see in the collection? Any particular versions of said titles? Like Tax Taxman slash Stealth Sonic 1, 2, CD, or 3D Blast? Genesis or Saturn? Or other neglected gems? Just make it a 91 to 97 time capsule collection? Feed us ideas! I must abstain. This is firmly in hashtag knowing smile territory. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, I feel like we I've at least gone through this before, but uh, <laughs> it, uh, yeah, just do everything. Literally just the whole, just the whole lot, you know? Doesn't matter. Throw it in. The, all the arcade games, all the Game Gear games, slash Sega Master System games, all the Genesis games, 32X, Saturn, throw them all in. Do it all. Do them all. That's what I want. But they're not going to. I know that. <laughs> Sadly. Um, so I guess if we're going to be more realistic, I would definitely be hoping for an updated um, Christian Whitehead version of Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Um, I would like to have the option of playing Sonic 3 alone and Sonic and Knuckles alone, especially Sonic 3 alone, because there are some considerable differences from it compared to the uh, S3&K version. Um, Chaotix would be a great inclusion, despite its uh, questionable canonicity. Who cares? Just throw it in there anyway. Um, put in... I, I, I Put in everything. Um, I would love to see the uh, director's cut version of Sonic 3D Blast by the uh, done by the original programmer. I don't know if that's even something that would be on the table or what, but uh, I would not mind seeing that at all. It would be a great way to uh, give new life to a game that seems to be otherwise kind of questionably maligned. Uh, throw Spinball in there, why not? Maybe uh, maybe give that the Christian Whitehead version too, just just uh, update it all. Yes, take all them eight, sixteen, and thirty-two bit titles, throw them all in there, and bam, there we go. That's what I want. But I guess we'll see. I'm hoping. I'm hopeful. But I think even if it's just one, two, three, and K and CD, that would be okay. But you know, the dream would be like the ultimate collection. We'll see. Here's one from Lewis MC. I had a simple question to ask. But Sonic CD goes in between 1 and 2. It's a recent decision, isn't it? Sega slash Sonic Team decided its chronological location now, or was it always like this? Uh, that, I don't know. It kind of depends on who within Sega you ask. Some <laughs> seem to be of the opinion that, oh, sure, that's always how it's been, and others going, no. There's been some room for discussion. So all I know is that's how it is for real Z's now and going forward in the foreseeable future. That's kind of how I prefer it. And that's kind of how I always thought about it originally when before it was 
confirmed that it wasn't, and then it was deconfirmed again. I don't know. Nobody can make up their mind. <laughs> I still want to put it after three and knuckles, but I seem to be the only one in that camp. So mm. I will enjoy my lonesome tent. Thank you very much. I mean, it, be wrong. it's not a big deal. It can go in really either way. It's not like the stories are ironclad between the games. So you, you have some flexibility there, but hmm. yeah, I don't know. Here's one from Joey, the Sonic fan. If Amy made an alternate version of Sonic with a very different personality and appearance, like Boom Sonic or Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog Sonic, would she fall in love with them too? And or would she be conflicted over which Sonic she should marry? No, I, I think there might be some like surface level attraction just by appearance, but she's drawn to her Sonic. Like the other Sonics are not the same. They may have elements that are similar that she can appreciate, but they're different people. Yep. All right. Here's one from Scruffy Matt. That's going to probably get us in a lot of trouble. Oh, no, Scruffy, why? (laughs) All right, fellas, it's time to enrage millions of fans. Well, I I wish we had millions of viewers, but we don't. (laughs) So maybe, maybe, maybe a thousand, maybe 1500 or so. (laughs) Which Sonic game has the best storyline? Um, Sonic and the Black Knight's got one of the better told ones. Yes. Uh, Sonic 3 and Knuckles has one of the best presented ones. It's nice and to the point. I'd say like 1, 2, 3, and K, that whole span you could Mm. argue. Um, I mean, Unleashed is pretty good when you get down to it. It's a bit of a slog to get through, but that's more gameplay progression, not the story itself. Hmm. Wow. Like Chip's growth throughout the arc, learning to appreciate the world that he's supposed to protect, not just out of obligation. Sonic being there for him as a general force of good, you know, being present and supportive. Pickle being a one-off, but still kind of an entertaining character. Little bit of lore what with the Gaia temples and you know, Eggman being a, a constant and actual threat. Mm-hmm. Getting to see more of the world. Mm, I, think it's pretty good i like it just fine yeah i think wacko wacko sonic patrol car has a good story <laughs> sonic the cop baby <laughs> terrible i mean it's hard to say best i mean i can find something good to say about just about all of them i mean adventure has quite the scope and you've got a bit of growth for everybody just about mm-hmm. like tails amy knuckles gamma they all have pretty solid arcs Sonic is, you know, doesn't have a lot of growth, but he's the central underpinning point, and that's the point of big. He doesn't have an arc. He's just big. He is. Big is. Just, it's nice and simple. You know, all of to call and chaos and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Good work. Oh, man. I'm still waiting for a comic adaptation of Sega Sonic Popcorn Shop. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing, Ian? Where's the popcorn shop mini? It'll pop up eventually. Okay, good. I'm glad. <laughs> I am ready. I'm ready. I'm, 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 it's going to be popping. Hmm. I wasn't corny at all. Ugh. Here's one from uh, the Hobo Joe. 
I love hearing you talk about behind-the-scenes stuff, and I've always wanted to know the process for Enerjack Reborn. To this day, it's one of my favorite stories, and I know you've said it got house cards sh- cut short, but I'd love to know what gave you the idea, especially with how little Dimitri is in it. Was it just, Enerjack is cool, I want to do Enerjack, can we do Enerjack? Yeah? Cool. I know this was ages ago, but I'd love to know more. I'll see what I can remember. I mean, a large part of it is exactly as you described. I, I want to do Interjack. Interjack's cool. Can we do Interjack? Yeah, cool. Because um, <laughs> Interjack, like the original Knuckles mini was pretty much what got me into the Sonic books. And Interjack's first appearance was incredible. Like the whole underlying uh, sub scenes of him erupting from the mountain and coming in to confront the heroes while the main plot is going on this almost jaws like approach you know the main narrative is progressing and they have no idea that this thing that just popped out of a friggin' skull mountain is coming for them and then proceeds to just kind of win for the rest of the miniseries until he gets launched into space <laughs> it's like up to that point he was freaking cool and he's like a egyptian mummy god thing yeah it's just cool looking yeah he was he had a great entrance he was cool looking he had crazy powers the only thing is that the ending just was kind of a cop-out like if he's got that much power why is he stuck in his own castle in space all right fine so then you get the uh the dark alliance storyline where he comes back and just straights up takes over the dark legion by virtue of being him's like yo you're mine now and they're like yes our god has returned to us it's like that's cool and then he freaking cleans house with like everybody he toys with knuckles as an angry god and there's nothing he can do about it the heroes fall with zero effort he creates a golden bridge for the dark legion to just roll in and attack the city like he was freaking amazing it's great and then mogul comes out of nowhere and punks him and it's like, well, that's cool because that escalates Mogul and we get him as his kind of godly form in 56. But it's like, yet again, the interject threat is nerfed at the very end. It's not satisfying. I want to see Interjack actually finished in an arc, you know, great entrance, great performance, lousy finale. G- give me a satisfying conclusion to an Interjack, please. And thank you. Mm-hmm. And you got to- we did we do was the dark interject thing before or after? I can't remember now. Before or after what? The the energy knuckles. Oh. Apparently before. Okay. So that was a little bit of toying with it, and that's fun. Tracy Yardley's design for that was just Oh, that was metal as hell. That was yeah, great. That was cool. But that's an alternate interject. That's not, you know, the real one. You don't get to really revel in him too much. We get our DBZ-esque fight with Silver, and that's fun, but it's not. It's more of a side thing. It's a fun what if. It's it's not it doesn't quite scratch that itch. So that was one of the drives. Is like let's just have a kick-ass interject story that nails the dismount. Yeah, Tevis to dealt with because you know what was he? Do- what is his motivation? What is he even doing? What is his point? You had the long lingering uh, eugenics storyline with Locke and all that that needed to be wrapped up. Uh, so it was 
And you know what? We hadn't really seen Sonic versus Knuckles in a long time. Knuckles had become the Piccolo of the series. You remember that he's supposed to be a badass, but he's just kind of around. He and the main character are just kind of friends. It's it's nice. He's just he's he's kind of like Worf, you know. It's the Worf, yeah, Worf it's... effect. He's, he's he just gets beat up to prove that whatever it is is stronger now. <laughs> so let's shake up the status quo. Let's tie off some plot lines. Let's bring some closure to it. Let's have our big awesome Interjack return God battle. Let's make Knuckles super relevant to the story. Let's have a good old fashioned Sonic versus Knuckles thing. But it's not just Sonic and Knuckles. It's Super Sonic and freaking Anderjack. Let's wrap it up in a big, heartbreaking, cathartic moment. And it's like, let's let's just play with all the toys and go somewhere with it. That's pretty much what Anderjack Reborn was. And that, that that's what we got. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And, uh, oh, this question's for me. Uh-oh. Yeah. This one comes from A, the Arctic. Question for Kyle. What if Bumblecast edition? Now, Kyle was the lead writer for Sonic all along. So, Kyle, in hindsight, what are some changes to stories, characters, arcs, villains, etc. that you would have made back in your Archie run outside of making Spark of Life being eight issues long? <laughs> uh... I mean, could it could it be that long? Could you get that? No, could you get enough mileage out of that? Maybe. <laughs> um. Otherwise, what would I have done differently? What would I have changed about Ian's run? Hmm. Hmm. I'm. I'm. I'm not sure. Uh. Maybe I would go back and uh fix house of cards and make it a proper arc instead of two issues uh hmm otherwise let's see i would have at least tried I, I mean if i could go back i would at least make it more of a knowing knowing what we know now I would go back and maybe at least make the reboot a little less jarring and done at a uh, more logical point. But that was kind of a uh, beyond control of the uh, of the writers. So it wasn't like, you know, it, it, obviously no one knew that the uh, reboot was coming. So that made it difficult, but. If we knew, then maybe could go back and make it a bit, uh, bit more of a smooth transition, or at least try to fight to get the current arc um, finished first. Not to say that you didn't fight for to do that, because <laughs> um, I, I figure you probably did. But you know, when things are beyond your control like that, it's kind of hard to do. Uh, otherwise, I don't know. I wouldn't change a whole lot, you know? I can't think of specifics, like, hmm. I think overall, it's, uh, it's fine. Overall, it's fine. My work is great. I love my work. You should all go and, uh, buy it and read it and enjoy it. My name is Ian Flynn. <laughs> and, uh, I approve this message. All right, we're done. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> yes you can just put uh, on the next collection of on the next uh trade 
of Sonic Comics, you can put my quote on there that says, it's fine. <laughs> put that on the put that on the cover. <laughs> Alright, and finally, our last question here is from none other than Radgery. You and Kyle have to get Yakuza-style tattoos or the Sonic IP dies. What would they be? It would be a dead IP. I, I don't do needles. <laughs> we had a good run, Sonic. Uh, You'll be remembered fondly. <laughs> uh, I mean, to be honest with you, yeah. Same for me. Um, there, there's some absolutely gorgeous body art to be done, to be sure. Oh, a- absolutely. But I am not sitting there for that much ink. I'm not sitting there for any ink. No, me neither. Mm-hmm. Me neither. No, I'm no, not. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm no. I have no interest in tattoos, and I've never had any interest in tattoos. It's it's kind of weird that my mom has been the one who's actually tried to get me to get a tattoo, and it's like no, no, no. Usually, it's the other way around, where the the kid is begging for a tattoo, and the parent is saying no, but. Uh, for my my family's weird <laughs> so uh would i get yakuza style tattoos or the sonic ip dies well if ian's not doing it then uh i guess i don't have to either <laughs> my my decision was made for me thanks ian <laughs> and the fan outrage sends them to murder us and sacrifice us to the sonic gods which causes us to isekai over to sonic's world yeah where we have no powers and there you go we've completed the entire story arc for this Bumblecast. that's right <laughs> we've done it <laughs> this Bumblecast is now complete and we'll just go up to angel island to get drunk with knuckles have some shrimp with starline coast around the world might as well might as well so now that we have our retirement plan <laughs> set up we're going to give a big thank you to all the folks who make the show possible for their sponsorship and donations at patreon.com backslash bumblecast and ko-fi.com backslash bumblecast. Big thank you to Daniel H, Alex P, James K, John B, Jennifer R, Robotnik Holmes, Samuel P, Sam Cybercat, Torchbound, Mike B, Coupling Crew 128, Dewis Din, DK, Andrew D, Dave M, Off, Salute Your Cat, Scruffy Matt, Chris A, Jay Frost, Sony, John M, Noni, Hero of Light 13, Jib, Don B, Yami M, Lee HK, Lisa M, Ryan D, Chevelle, Blue Title Gamer, Tick Tick, Invade Turbo Tunis, Ben W, Fiona M, Final Meal, Sonic, 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 Jonathan D, Dadler the Delic, Chaos Universe, Sonic Legacy, Daniel B, Godzilla, Nemrick, Pedanticat, Red the Supernamic, Dove, Pandolce, Joe S, Chad, Solaristain, The Name is X, Jennifer H, Preston M, Nathan J, Ava Arctic, Les, Alphamon, or you can, Sapphire Scarletta, Chase L, Noah S, Axis, Patron Saint of Chicken Nuggies, Saint Jerry, Kojiro Highwind, Professor Rye, Cameron H, Red Wolf, Nibius. That is. Is that, an, is that a name? It's my best attempt at that. Okay. Callum Q, Owen BD, Kimiko, Radri, Xanderoni the Painter, Scurvy Pirate Hong, Joey the Sonic Fan, Just a Mountain Soul, Turbo Crooker, Maddie H, Louis J, Ty H, N Zephyr, Audrey Shrugged, 
KJB, Mox, Rusty Cook, Four Sonic Fan, Techno Cinema, Netra 14, and Tails, Dream Boaten, Chaos Voltage, Darusaville, Lacey M, Unlikely Veronica, Jolene B, Expired Bread 12. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so funny? <laughs> I don't know, but that's great. The Marble Gardener. Ooh, nice one. That is a good one. And Lewis C. Yes. <laughs> Some good names in there. Uh, I thought you just lost the ability to speak in the middle of it there for a second. I, I didn't know that was actually someone's name. I mean, there's like a, it's like the symbol for a paragraph break in there somewhere. So uh, I did my best. Okay. Well, <laughs> if that's right, let us know. If it's not, then uh, I don't know. Let us know. <laughs> uh, that's, that's it. That's going to wrap us up for this priority Q&A session of the Bumblecast. We'll see you Wednesday for the standard Q&A. And then Friday, we have a very special sponsor. We have a very special patron-sponsored guest episode. It's nothing like anything we've ever done before. So we'll see you then. Until then, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and take care. See you later. Uh, Recording. Yes, we are recording. Uh, Talk real quick. are good. Level check, level check, one, two, one, two. Level check, level check, one, two, one, two. Okay, you're coming through, so you're, you're recording. <laughs> you should be on the recording along with me. So if you're not, <laughs> uh, I'm going to, uh, well, murder something. <laughs> Maybe I'll murder crows. You've been listening to The Bumblecast, a co-production of Bumble King Comics and the KNGI Network. Original theme music composed by Ken Coda Snyder. Remixed intro by T-Lopes. Find out more information, along with podcast feeder links, MP3 downloads, and more at BumbleKing.com and KNGI.org. Take this ad break. <laughs> Listen to this ad for Master Emerald Wine. <laughs> if somebody does buy another ad spot, does that mean we have to say there's paid promotion? Uh, uh, as an ad spot? Yes, I huh. think so. Yeah. Have we done that in the past? No. Mm. I don't think it's that big of a deal, but still. I mean, for the older stuff, eh, we usually make it pretty clear audibly that it is a paid ad spot so it but we have not reported that to youtube but yeah <laughs> you're gonna do manscaped ads in starline's voice <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> sounds uh terrifying i really don't necessarily want to hear starline talk about keeping keeping the balls trimmed I don't need that. Can we go back to the Q&A, please? (laughs) Why? (laughs) I don't want to hear about his star line. (laughs) Oh, whoa! Oh, no. (laughs) Here's a good one. Star line shills for Raid Shadow the Ledgehog. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All right, all right, all right.